we live? Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. A vlogcast that comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. The Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect. Also to find out whether or not Heretic Woman's phone was going to ding and say, hey, you're on now. Wow. You I got turned that it you got off. That fixed now. I did because yes, it because it dinged right when I got on on with you and I said, oh, I need to turn that down. Very good. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage. Sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Triple all over the place. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name. S-H-U-J-I-N. The rest of it, you're on your own. Um, we have a short list of folks at the moment we'll figure out what's going on for you in just a moment just north over the border into oh my god it's still freaking cold and snowing why good morning heretic woman good morning and yes that's my thoughts exactly and on the opposite direction to the south into pittsburgh also where it's cold and why the hell is it still snowing good morning joey morning so um yeah dallin's not here yet he may show up but we're not going to expect that uh joseph might still be asleep or might have gotten confused by the uh time thing because daylight savings time uh jump ahead thing is coming up at the end of our show and well and i it's it's stupid it's just stupid i think it happened like last week in europe if memory serves yeah, I. Yeah. They do it at a different time than we do. I don't. Yeah, know. and and see the pr- the problem of it is when I, when I put out the show announcements, I say what it is, Eastern Time, U.S. Canada, North America, well, the Americas, and then I put out UTC, because that part doesn't change at least until not until next week. And, and it drives everybody batty because it's like, why do you people actually do this at all? Uh, it's, it's, it's a pain Two in the ass. Two things I can't stand are time zones and daylight savings time. And join the club. Say, hey, speaking of daylight savings time. Hey. For the <laughs> Midwest and U.S., how you doing? I'm doing okay. It's, 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 it's how you doing? Oh, Stephanie says... <laughs> Stephanie says they haven't changed yet. They're still on GMT. So Well, see, and, and the thing of it is, I mean, if you're living where GMT is actually a thing, it should just freaking stay. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. you, know, you know, you would think. Whatever the hell. I, I don't know. <sighs> blame the railroad companies. That's what it comes down to, which means we blame uh, England. <laughs> Whatever. I'm, I'm going to hi bridge how you doing is it snowing and cold out over there good screw you too out there right (laughs) (laughs) well it's it's not snowing here just yet but it is minus six which is kind of shitty yeah so hope you're doing we keep having like 65 70 degree weather and then the next day it snows yeah, back and uh, forth and back and forth. It's awful. Yeah, today caught me a little off guard because we froze over yesterday, but today it was warm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not certainly not summer weather, but mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, we had uh, we had a we had a warning Friday. Yes, we had a fr- we had a warning Friday that it was going to be really nasty, 
and we could have expected uh, upwards of 14 inches by what? this morning. Oh, yeah. damn. Fortunately, we didn't get hit with any of that. And they were specifically saying, up in the hills of Snow Country, which is dead center right here. Yeah, no, fortunately not. Which is all well and good for <coughs> driving. That's good. But for the ski slopes, uh, okay, they got some, but at the same time, you know, probably a good idea for them to you know, chug up the, the snow making machines. Yeah. See, I'm kind of disappointed. I've been talking to Nashville people this week, and they said it's the same temperature there as it is here. And I damn well want to be wearing shorts next weekend. <laughs> you can wear shorts all you want. It's just a question of whether or not your knees are going to be knocking. And yeah, wait. See, because when I no, when I was in Nashville two years ago, two weeks earlier than this, I was wearing shorts, and it was fabulous. It was like summer for me. So it needs to get warm in Nashville, like pronto. Well, good luck on that. We'll see how that plays out. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah, uh, Joseph is, well, not quite sure. Might be sleeping, which, again, I got no problem with that. Dallin is traveling, coming back from what? the States from working on a uh, a good I, I haven't seen how things have gone for it, so okay, that's fine. Well, I saw he was already on his way back this afternoon, so yeah, but I didn't see any. I didn't see any updates yeah. as far as to well, he wasn't bitching about anything, so that's always good because when somebody is usually being a, a, a what's the, what's the politically correct term for it? Uh, Stephanie, hi, by the way, Stephanie, you you kind of let me know is this politically correct? Bellends. I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> usually, if, if if he's dealing with Bellens, we know about it. And since I didn't see anything, I'm, I'm guessing probably didn't have to worry about any of that. I'm sure that's politically correct. Absolutely certain. <laughs> and uh, I did get a word from uh, Unreno Tech a little bit before showtime that he's just... <clears throat> so, no problem. Yeah. I got no problem with yeah. that. And I, I told him straight out, look, if you're not sure, go to sleep. Don't worry about it, man. Much as I want mm-hmm. you back go sleep he's got enough going on so uh as i mentioned by the way all of you guys that are over here watching live thank you very much please take advantage of the live chat i don't know where it is on your screen i don't care it could be in that direction i don't know it doesn't really much matter <laughs> uh and this is the this is the sixth and last week for me to try a new drink this week is the last one Great Lakes Brewing Company's Dortmunder Gold Lager. We will find out if this qualifies as beer for me, or if it's something I'm actually going to like. Uh, anybody taking uh, any, anybody taking bets on on this one, uh, Joey? Considering my uh, track record so far, you get the funny feeling that for me this one's also just going to be just beer. Yeah, <laughs> one is one that I myself. Uh-oh. Uh sorry you kind of muted. Oh. That's weird. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, we will we will see what happened in a second. I am not muted. You you were. Were. But you're not now. You yes. maybe. No, you just muted. I didn't touch anything. You're back. And you're muted. What? Okay, so um, you're off and on muting. I don't know what's going on. I right. had that 
that problem once when suddenly the Hangout failed to detect my microphone. Well, considering that we've finally gotten everything working back again, it it might be uh, it might be that it's overblown the mic, and it's just mutiny. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. So uh, over in the live chat at the moment, uh, Stephanie, hi. Uh, let's see. Isle of Sora. Hello. Trippin' over there. Hi. Heretic. God damn it, woman. Cut it out. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's everybody here at the moment. Thanks ever so much. Appreciate that. Screw you, man. Screw you. Oh, there it is. Needed to get my... Uh, I don't know if this is a twist off or not. I can't tell. Last time I... <laughs> Last time I thought it was a twist off and it wasn't, I had to use a, uh, a literal screwdriver to try and get it opened up. That was fun. Okay, first smell says it's uh, not as strong a, a smell. Interesting. All right, well, we'll see uh, we'll see how this plays out. So, uh, who knows? Maybe maybe it's something I can actually handle for change. We'll see. Anyway, uh, as a reminder, oh, Flutters, hi. So um, as a reminder, just to get it out of the way, you know, early in the show, please remember next week, I will not be here, which means that we will be going to plan B, which means Heretic Woman is going to be running the show, except, uh, yeah, <laughs> except I'll be, in, I'll be in Nashville at NanoCon. Uh, there you yes. go, Joe. Yes. We got you. Yes. You're good. See, I'm I'm not muted. You're just not listening to me. No, you you <laughs> actually were the the, the, the little, little symbol the came little up and said symbol. Yeah, yeah, that you were muted. Well, if the if the symbol came up, it has nothing to do with me. Okay. Well, well as I say, there was a time when I got in a hangout and I hadn't but, touched anything, and it auto muted me because it said it couldn't couldn't work my microphone or something. Well, it's full of shit. Well, nothing new there. Anyway, so uh, yes, Trippin, next week I will be up in Toronto for, if I'll be up there for Fertile Equinox. I'll be hanging out with my fellow furries because, well, they're my people. Um, See, this this is ironic thing. because you'll be up here and I'll be down there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny how that, how, how that works. And um, uh, between the two of us, uh, I think that I'm going to have the better money because mine is going to have cool pictures and colors to it. Yeah, we'll see. I've got Daryl Ray where I'm going. Mm. I'll have uh, and I'll Cal have and and Callie. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> I I see you, and I raise you one, Doctor Samuel Conway. Okay, um, Ashley and Bobby, Bill and Susie. Yeah, but Bobby doesn't quite count as much. He's missing pieces, so it's not quite the same thing. So I, I oh damn, you, I did uh, that. I think I think heretic woman is in the lead here. Um, <laughs> nothing, and, nothing against Doctor Sam, but and and Beth and Morgan, um, <laughs> all the cool people. <laughs> Uh, and and I plan to learn street epistemology well, from Anthony Magnavosco. So there's well, that isn't too. that sweet? But it's wrong. Yes, <laughs> uh, I I will have uh, uh, Karin Shaboy 
I, I believe is how it's pronounced, uh, Kanthara, who has drawn for uh, Sagwa and Arthur and uh, Inspector Gadget and Sagwa my little like drink. It, it's not Sag- Sagwa the uh, the <laughs> the cat, the sideways mm-hmm. cat. Anyway, uh, and uh, has done storyboarding for My Little Pony, and mm. most probably famously, she worked on a little something that was called um, Gargoyles. Oh, I don't know. Oh, this is a matter of fact. She. The yeah. least Disney cartoon that Disney has ever produced. <laughs> Who screwed it over as soon as they found out what they were doing. By the way, um, let me get the thing over here. The first time that I got the chance to meet her was in uh, 2011, was it? And she did this for me because I paid her a good amount of money to do Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Yes. The quintessential Shujin Tribble. Yes. There we go. That's how, that's how it. Yay! Because um, I needed I needed something to prop up for myself when I'm. Uh, there we go. Recording it at places, and uh, it it was it was a lot of fun. It was a little bit of money, and she was just like, uh, "Okay, this is going to be a big piece. Um, I hope that I have enough time to finish it." And she actually used it on her table for a while before I picked it up. Aww. Uh, as like a demo piece for that particular con, and uh, a year or two later, I... no, a couple, of, yeah, a couple of years later, she was guest of honor. So that was great. Mm. Aww. so I was very happy for that. Well, I think we're both going to have a fantastic weekend. Just I not- think yeah. so. I think so. So anyway, yeah, so sorry's tripping, <laughs> and and yeah, tripping. That means there won't be a beyond the trailer park either because all of beyond the trailer park is going to be in nashville <laughs> yep <laughs> or so, traveling home from nashville on monday yeah so uh like i said uh plan a is me plan b is heretic woman uh, plan c is dallin running it now we gotta wait and see how that's gonna play out probably we'll be able to run it we will see. We'll give you guys an update and uh, find out what goes on from that. Uh, if you want to see what's going on while I'm away, my social media will be uh, updated as I can. So, you know, Twitter, Facebook, that kind of thing. Um, kind of work it from there. There's other pieces that are probably going to be cross-posted. So, um, fair warning. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of stuff from uh, a lot of weird people. And you know what? That's okay. So, you know, Trippin so, uh, says North Carolina weather is supposed to be 65, plenty of sunshine and 67, but North Carolina is not Nashville. Mm-hmm. I need to know what, what a good old Tennessee is going to do. I, I would love to be going to North Carolina, too, but, you know, not, with, not in the with, with with the temperatures that we get used to at this point, I don't think that you got any, any worry. You could probably go and flip flops and everybody will just be like, what are you doing? Well, that's what happened last time I went. Bobby and Ashley were wearing coats, and I was like, oh, you pansies. <laughs> See, going around in an 80s crop top with all the fringe hanging off of well, it. Well, no, I was wearing my glory hole tank dress that I made. You yeah. know, that that, uh, that that glory hole CD is still over there at the secondhand shop down in town. <laughs> I should really see about getting that and uh, sending it over. I should really should. do that. 
anyway, that would be that would be amazing. Yeah, we'll see about that. So, um, so the first couple of tastes, yeah, um, it's not nearly as bitter as the other stuff that I've tasted. So, um, that's that's something. I was trying to say earlier Mm. that I have had Dortmunder Gold. I have had much of the Great Lakes Brewery's uh, selection, and I have yet to find one I don't like. Okay. Okay. Well, we will. Uh, we'll see how this goes. It's not too bad so far. That's that's a good. That's a good. As opposed to some of the other ones where I've tried it and it's just been like, you know what? I'm not even going to bother finishing the bottle. It's not bad so far. We'll see how this plays out. So, um, let me go ahead and. Uh, get us finally rolling because well um <laughs> we have no topics really tonight so we'll yeah. we're gonna vamp and until we kind of come up with something we'll figure from there so let me roll you so with uh five minutes on the clock there it is your five minutes starts now i called this one remember me and um it was kind of a last minute thing uh, last week well f- saturday's I typically get together with some friends and we go over to their house. We have dinner. Sometimes we play games. Sometimes we watch movies, catch up on some TV shows. Uh, Ash versus the evil dead. Oh, that is so much fun to watch. Not because mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out who done it at any one time. Cause you kind of already know. Yeah, you, you do. But the, the catch with Ash versus the evil dead is trying to figure out what concoction did they use to masquerade as splattered blood this time? That's always fun. Sometimes it's raspberry jam. Sometimes it's good old, you know, chocolate syrup. Sometimes it's cake batter. One of the, one of the last ones we saw, absolutely certain it was cake batter. Absolutely sure. But anyway, um, and if you want to have a lot of fun, you watch all the times when, you know, Ash gets himself splattered all over his face and you you look and you see and he's got the sunglasses that are completely clear but the rest of his face is completely splattered with everything it, it's it's so much fun but uh last week we watched uh Coco and um I didn't see it in the I didn't see it in the theaters I thought it was kind of going to be one of those kind of take off of of somebody else's idea kind of the same way that they had well the one that i really loved was the book of life which was beautiful in in many respects it was absolutely visually beautiful the story was lovely um i i really liked it a lot so when Disney did Coco. Uh, I wasn't quite sure how it was going to be. It, it felt like it was going to be the same kind of overall thing. The the Day of the Dead crossing over, you know, okay. But there was a, a murder whodunit that was all part of it. And it, sur- it actually ended up surrounding the song Remember Me. And the the thing of it was the guy who was famous for singing it, it was supposed to have been this, this wonderful thing to all of his fans. Remember me because, well, you can look it up for yourselves for all of it, but it turned out to have had a a much 
simpler meaning, a, a much deeper singular meaning. It was supposed to have been a song from somebody else to their kid. And that's kind of stuck with me. I ran into a thing this week where somebody contacted me over on Facebook. Turned out that they knew they had information about me from going back to 1986 when I was still living on Long Island, still working where I was working. And I couldn't understand why. It was the mother of someone that I had written letters to back in the day and still had those letters from her daughter who passed in the early 90s. Never got rid of them and just decided to see about getting in touch. And um, it it was kind of tough to deal with that for a couple of reasons. Because this is really screwed with my head a little bit. It's going to be 13 years since my wife died. Someone that I loved. Still do. The girl that I first kissed, who lived in England, after years of trying to find a way of getting in touch with her again, she found me and got in touch a couple months before she died. And now... There's this person that I barely remember at this point that long gone. I don't know who's going to remember me when I'm gone or for how long. I can't control that. I just hope that people remember me now, at least as the person that I'd like to be. Someone that cares. It's episode 203 on the docket, Your Honor. Popery for 300, please, Alex. Uh, we got nothing. Uh, this This thing I was just talking about really screwed me over for this week, so I really didn't know what to talk about. There are things that have been going on over here in the U.S. that's uh, uh, abysmal. <laughs> it's a friggin' dumpster fire. It's a circus. Which, by the way, dumpster fire, if I remember right, is now added to the lexicon officially. Thank you, Oxford. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah, nice. You know, we've we've got dumpster fire, uh, and uh, a couple of years ago, we also had um, Santorum. So, you know, over here in the U.S., we're doing wonderful adding to the language. <laughs> For those of you that don't know what Santorum is, other than uh, uh, a politician, don't I'll go looking it. it up. Don't Google it at work. Seriously, oh. don't don't do that at work. Just trust us. <laughs> I mean, we, we we know for well that we tell you don't just go ahead and put faith in things. Um, I, I, I'm I'm telling you on behalf of the show, don't do it. And I'm pretty sure that Bridget is saying it because as someone who knows about um, 
uh, how can I best put this? Um, the medical side, you don't, you don't, you don't want to. Oh, no, no. no, so um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so I, I, I really, I really didn't know what to, uh, what to end up having as a topic. So we're, we're basically going to vamp. We're going to come up with whatever. So you guys who are in the live chat, you're going to help out if you want to to you know throw ideas at us and just say hey what do you feel about blah it, it, pr- don't spell out blah because that's 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 going to be an instant moment where i'm just going to go ahead and say you know what you're yeah. i'm going to put you in timeout with i'm going to put you in timeout with dave foda damn him. <laughs> he's not in, he's who is not in facebook jail right now no Good. actually he is he is he, what another account <laughs> yeah he he got, he got fed up and just created another dave photo because his main one's in jail again he was only out for like two weeks so. yeah i i'd i'd suggest a toast to you dave but uh, i know that that would be probably in bed tape well, he's, <laughs> he's kind of a habitual offender yeah yep <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, that was but, um, that was wonderful. <laughs> you chug that. <laughs> I I did a little bit, and um, yeah. I well, like I said, Zach Zach claims that he will find something a, a quote beer that I will like next weekend. So we will see. Yeah, well, Zach's full of shit. <laughs> Sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, was a little, I was a little. I was. You can I was putting that. Yeah, I. Hey, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, I'm sorry. I've got I've got tissues on the floor now because uh, yeah. You dribbled your beer. I well, I didn't intentionally dribble my beer. I took a swig off of it. It dribbled itself. It fuzzed. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> I, I had almost nothing to do with that. So yeah, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> So, so 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 for fun, I could tell you about the the dumpster fire that just ignited in Ontario tonight. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's 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 get to the let's get to the this. Oh, I mean, yes. we've we've, yes. we've 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 got a, a thing that we do. Yes, which is not going to be very helpful because well, there's no news on Rafe Badawi this week, really. No. Yeah, uh, I took a look uh, right before uh, right before showtime. Um, Ensof is. Well, basically, uh, I guess you could say yelling and screaming, because there is a, a trip right now for the royal who is over there speaking with the royal, mm-hmm. meaning the the queen mum, who yeah. is st- still alive. How 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 the hell is this still even a thing? I don't understand that. Me neither. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, and stuff is is uh, doing what she, what she can as usual. And you know more power to you, hun. So uh, no new news at the moment. So as of the recording of tonight's show, this is now five years, eight months, twenty-four days since Reef Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our thoughts and our hopes are still with you and your family, man. We're still waiting. So, um, yeah. So, dumpster fire, Ontario. Congratulations! Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, so, 
uh, for a lot of people probably don't know a lot about Canadian politics, but um, right, <laughs> bite me. Sorry, what? <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. No idea. So, so we have a provincial election coming up in probably June. Uh, we don't have a set date for those sorts of things. Um, it's, it's, you know, roughly every four years. And because there are some municipal elections later in the year, they're assuming the premier is going to call election beginning of June-ish. So that's what everybody's kind of figuring on. And so the premier of Ontario would be the equivalent of the governor of a state. Now, a very large state. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Having been planning our summer vacation this past week. Um, yeah, it, it's put it this way. We will be driving roughly the same distance that we did this last fall when we went to Newfoundland and back. That was four provinces and we'll be hitting something like 10 to 12 states on this trip. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, some of them we're only going to drive through like a corner of it, but you know what I mean? But anyway, so the, the election coming up would be for the premier of Ontario or the governor, if you will. And the way we do that is we don't vote for candidates directly. Um, we vote for, well, I mean, you sort of can because there'll be local candidates floated by the various political parties and you can choose to vote based on who you like as a candidate or who you, what party you like it. But as far as the actual premier of the province goes, um, it's the leader of whatever party wins the majority or is able to gain a minority government. So... It's not like you're voting for a particular person to be premier. Whoever the 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 choice of the four people has already been made, and that happens through um, a leadership convention, or you guys would call it primaries. So, the uh, the current premier of Ontario is a lady by the name of Kathleen Wynne, and she's come up against some criticism for some stuff that she's done. And I, I won't get into all that stuff, but she's semi unpopular. And the other parties, we, we have four major parties and one of them is she's liberal Kathleen Wynne, which actually is centrist. So not, not like, you know, you, you damn weenie liberals. It's none of that. She's a centrist. Um, then we have the NDP, who are the left-wingers. Then we have the um, Greens, who are even more left-wingers. And then we have the Progressive Conservative Party, who are the rightish wingers. So, in all honesty, a right-wing American would probably throw up at the prospects because there would be no one remotely right-wing enough for them. But the the progressive conservatives is as right wing as Ontario basically gets. So the the progressive conservatives. Now, this is an interesting story because they had a leader uh, up until recently who 
was forced to resign amid accusations of sexual harassment. Surprise. I know. And then there was some, I think it was three or four women accused him. And, you know, the, the allegations go back a little ways, but that's he neither here nor there. Um, but there were some, um, there was an attempt to discredit the accusations and one in particular, the the original story came out that the woman was underage at the time. And then it came out later that, no, she was over 18. Um, so and where that discrepancy came from, I don't actually know. It could have been from the press. I, I don't know. But the long and the short of it was the former leader decided well now that there's some doubt i want my job back and because they were going to have a leadership convention as soon as possible because of course they need a leader and he actually tried to get back on the ballot for the the leadership convention to try and get his job back already because he kind of did an about face and uh, regretted that he resigned in the first place because he felt that the allegations had been discredited enough that he shouldn't have had to resign and yada yada yada. So anyway, you you he, do you, you do realize that kind of that that whole I lost my job but I want it back. Yeah, we've got that had that down there in Alabama way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it didn't work out so well. Anyway, going on. Yes. Yeah, um, this guy doesn't ride horses to pole stations as far as I know, but yeah. <laughs> but um, so anyway, he eventually um, was, I don't think they officially told him he couldn't run again, but he pretty much got told that's a dumbass idea. What the hell's wrong with you? And withdrew. So this weekend they had their leadership convention to choose a new leader. Now, this is interesting because there were four candidates on the ballot for this is so the people voting for this are registered members of the Progressive Conservative Party, which may not sound too unusual to American folks because you you folks actually have to register as either independent or affiliated with one or other party. You well, don't have to, to do that. Well, to, to be to be fair. And, and this is where it gets a little bit on the weird side for a primary for whichever organization, which whichever political party you have to be, you have to be registered with them. And right. he, here, here's where it gets weird. Of course, you always hear about the Democrats and the Republicans because they're the mm -hmm. big ones, yeah. but there is actually a group called the independent. Yes. As well as the independents. Oh, which is okay. not the multiple it is the 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 state of being independent okay and it gets all kinds of hairy because it, right green orange blue but but color. anyway but i'm just saying that you you folks have to register as affiliated with something In order we don't we don't i have never been registered as a member of any political party ever because i don't have to and I rarely ever vote for the same party twice in a, twice in a row. So I have no political party affiliations whatsoever. But the people who are voting at this leadership conventions are registered 
members of the progressive conservative party. So if you want to have a direct vote towards who will be in a position to be the leader of the province and the same goes federally as well. So if you want a direct vote as to who might be in the contention for prime minister, you must register with a political party in order to vote for that particular leader. So that's what was going on this past weekend or this weekend. They were having their leadership convention and voting for who they were going to put forth as the leader of the Progressive Conservative Party for the upcoming election this spring, this late spring. So there were four main candidates. Three of them were women, which I thought was great. You know, especially for a right-leaning party. I thought that was great. One of them was the daughter of Prime Minister Mulroney. <laughs> that that didn't go over so well, though she placed third. Um, the other lady that that was in the main running, I don't really... I, I never... I haven't voted progressive conservative in like 20 years, so I don't really pay attention to them too much. I, I, you know, if there's a, a, an election coming up, you know, relatively soon, I'll read up on the locals to see what's what. But I don't really pay attention to them. So I don't really know who much about that lady. The lady who placed fourth, I really didn't know much about her. But the guy candidate, <laughs> the brother of Rob Ford, Doug Ford. <laughs> And people have likened him to a, quote, mini Trump. <laughs> uh. So, ladies and gentlemen, guess who you think won the vote at the leadership convention? Mini Trump. Yep. Now, it was, it, it was down to, I think, if I remember correctly, less than a thousand votes. So... It, it was close. And right at the end of the fight, so they do it in three votes. So they do one vote because there's um, a certain threshold of, so they're like delegates, right? What you guys have the people there voting. So there's a threshold of votes that you have to get in order to win. So they do, it's almost kind of like the, the uh, papal enclave, right? They do one vote and they see what the spread is and whoever has the least votes gets kicked off that ballot. And then they have a second vote and whoever has, because no, virtually they never would get a majority the first time, first and second time around. So, yeah. So whoever supported the first person to get kicked off, they have to decide who amongst the remainder they're going to vote for. They have a second ballot. Whoever has the least amount of votes then gets kicked off. That was the uh, Mulrooney uh, daughter. And then whoever was supporting her, they have to decide of the two remaining candidates who they're going to vote for. And so it was, like I say, it came down to less than a thousand votes, if memory serves. So... Mm -hmm. Um, when that final vote happened, they, the CBC actually put out that Doug Ford had won, but you now and I, I've, the articles I've seen so far, cause this only happened a few hours ago, um, 
didn't specify what the issue was, but somebody contested it or there were some votes that were contested because it was that close. And so they shut everything down. They said, everybody go home. We are not confirming a leader at this time. We're going to investigate and we'll announce as soon as possible. So hubby and I had gone out shopping for a couple hours. And when we got home, it was around eight. And that was when they were saying they have to investigate. And then by, I think it was by like 10, they made the announcement that they had done whatever investigating and Doug Ford had won. And, I watched part of his victory speech and he's out there talking about how wonderful his brother was. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. So this is who we have as a potential premier next election. Cause, and the thing is like Kathleen Wynn's popularity has been wavering a lot in the last couple of years and so there's yeah and the last time we had an ndp premiere it was he became highly unpopular and yeah so and there's never there's the greens have no chance so yeah this is kind of a not a good situation yeah something tells me that um uh... You just go ahead and invoke the name of our president at this point and show the parallels. I'm pretty sure the vast majority of the folks on your side of the border will basically go, yeah, no. I know. It's crazy. So I'm just like, really? That That's the best you can do? And what's even creepier is he's starting to look like his like a lot like his brother like he i thought he was a lot more slender and if you look at the pictures of him now he totally looks like rob ford uh well um brothers i know but i'm just but i'm saying he 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 was a lot i thought he was a lot more slender and he looks like he's like beefing up to look like his brother or something i don't know but two words for you chris christie Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. At least, well, actually, I was going to say at least he was sober, but then again, I'm not sure that was a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a good point. You know what? Um, there's something you kind of mentioned about. Uh, I I want to I want to kind of tag on uh, just because I, I want to go ahead and stir up the shit right about now and and just start sure. right off with it. There are times where we will end up hearing that there are allegations of. Um, underage sexual contact. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 word it this way for a reason. With someone who is under eighteen years of age. Now, if the localities, state provinces, I don't know where where it might be, if the Statute says that you are legal for sexual contact at a younger than 18 year old age. 
Um, I guess uh, I kind of wonder uh, these people that might have gotten, you know, quote unquote, in trouble because, well, she was 16. Well, uh, age consent is 16. So mm-hmm. what's the problem? I'm kind of wondering. All right. And, and to be fair, he at 16 it could be it could be either could be neither depending as to sorry programming um okay. what kind of, how do i word that? what do we think collectively about these situations where you know like i said somebody is of age legally because the legal age is 16 17 whatever it is even if not 18 in, in the eyes of the public. And, and I, I think you see where I'm kind of going with this. If I may. By all means. Personally, I think if you look back historically speaking, um, we had, you know, a 40-year-old man getting married to a 12-year-old girl was quite common. Okay, hold it. You just muted out. I didn't touch anything, and I'm pretty oh, sure you didn't either. Crying out loud. You're better. You're better. Okay. Muted. And you're gone. <sighs> it's like flickering. You're getting yeah. out though. I'm kind of wondering if the uh, if if the problem is the gain on your mic, or if something is moving around and and you're hitting something that's accidentally muting you or something. Okay, now the symbol's not there, but we don't hear you. Okay. There you are. Yep, there we are. Well, as I was trying to say, historically speaking, marriage between a 12-year-old and a 40-year-old man was not uncommon. Not uncommon, and now you've gone out again. Oh, great. You're back. You're back. Oh, lovely. Not uncommon. Go from there. (laughs) Okay. So, personally speaking, when I hear of, you know, you know, legal age, consent, all that, it makes sense that, you know, by 16, I would hope that, you know, knows what the hell they're doing as far as their body is concerned. Yeah. I don't see any major problems. I don't, okay. I don't, I don't see any major problems. And then we have nothing from you. Uh, Back. I was trying to say, I see with, you know, Go ahead. I, I was saying, I see no problem with consenting couples uh, doing so. So I right. large age difference to be something of a bit creepy. Right. Yeah, there is uh there is that. Uh it you you got as far as to creepy and that's when you cut back out again. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but um let me, me kind of take it from there for a couple moments. Um 
Yeah, there is there is a bit of that creep factor, and we know full well in the public the the creep factor because of the age difference is a really weird sliding scale. Um, it's it's as if uh, the older you are, the further that distance can get before creep starts to creep in, for lack of a better way of putting it. Um, Heretic woman, you've 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 dealt in with the uh, with the Quran with uh, various age differences that have been culturally yes. into place. Uh, now, uh, reminding everybody that, uh, um, don't ask why I know this. I actually had to do research for one particular item. The youngest recorded pregnancy was a young lady. Of five years of age. Mm-hmm. Um, was that the Italian girl? I, I couldn't for the life of me remember. But okay. I I simply remember that it was a long time ago. There's a black and white photo of this girl for scientific reasons, of course. But five years of age, pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this was quite a while ago now. But... The creep factor here is, of course, amongst other things, not just the fact that it's a five-year-old, but somebody had to have impregnated said five-year-old. Mm-hmm. Now, taking that, and like I said, lining you up because, well, you know this stuff better than we do. We know for well, Aisha was uh, just a year older. Originally, well, when she was married, married, yes, consummated at nine, which of course makes all the difference. Oh, yeah, I, I, I love that when somebody says, "Well, he waited till she was nine. I'm like, "Oh, that makes it so much better." Gee, oh, forget my criticism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nine years yeah. old, a little girl like that should be, uh. Well, it, you know what? She, I'll, I'll 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 type it for us, and you guys can see what I'm thinking. I don't think I really should go ahead and say this out well, loud. Well, when because this is all uh, uh, immortalized in in what they call the hadith, which are writings that are supposed to enlighten the follower on the life of Muhammad and things that he did and things that he said in regards to the Quran and the faith and whatnot. And the, this all comes from uh, a hadith that is supposedly written by Aisha, an account from her, in which she talks about how when she was finally moved to her husband's house, because when she was first married, she was left with her parents until she was nine. She was still playing with dolls. And and this is an important fact, because I also learned that in Islamic culture of that time, like they're very much against idolatry which is why you're not allowed to draw Muhammad and you're not supposed to draw what you think Allah looks like or any of that because you're not supposed to have any idolatry whatsoever. So in that culture, 
children were only allowed to play with dolls until they reached puberty. Because once they reached puberty, it was considered that it's a risk of idolatry and no more dolls. So the fact that she was there playing with dolls tells you what? She had not reached the age of puberty. Yep. Although most people I talk to will claim that she did, but they don't want to. They'll make excuses as to why that doesn't matter. What, you know, my point is wrong or, you know, they'll, they'll say, oh, well, it doesn't say in the Hadith that blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, It's really, uh, it, it's a really tough thing, and it, it actually slides into something else that, uh, you know. And normally, I'd like to go ahead and tackle the this topic a little bit, uh, a little bit further, but I, I think I want to kind of swing this out a little bit differently mm -hmm. because uh, I ended up, as you can probably imagine, over the last month. I've gotten into a lot of discussions or tried to have discussions with people about the whole, you know, gun thing. I finally had to unfriend somebody on Facebook because they kept posting all these fear, uncertainty and doubt memes. And it's just like, oh, well, everything's all fine and dandy until they say, you know, we're not coming for your guns, but we want you to register them. We want you to do this, we want you to do that and then that and then this and then this and then that. And then we'll take them away because you're a criminal. The look, just stop posting fear, uncertainty, and doubt memes that do nothing. And then went ahead and did it again. And it's just like, you know what? I'm not gonna yell. I'm not gonna scream. I'm not gonna I'm gonna not gonna piss on your rug. I'm just gonna click. That's it. I don't need that. But one of the things that I ended up having to deal with was it is possible to have a legal how, how, how do I how do I how do I word this correctly it is possible to have something legal yet immoral it oh, is yeah. possible to write a law that is legal yet immoral mm -hmm. and that's um I think that's something that's uh, that's kind of where I'm going because it it kind of works together in this. It's possible to have a law it, down there, and the, I, I forget where the hell they're working it over. Where it was uh, uh, thirteen is what they were looking at uh, changing the legal uh, the legal age of consent to for marriage or whatever. Uh, I forget mm. where the hell it was. I, I I saw the headline, but you know whatever. It's like okay, yeah, you can follow the procedure and you can make a law and it's legal it doesn't make it right mm -hmm. I mean here in the US we made slavery legal it didn't make it right and we tried to make it right by no longer having that be legal anymore because well it wasn't right and I'm using that only because it's the most stark example <sighs> Um, I don't know if there's something that you guys want to follow into or up with or whatever, because uh, I, like I said, I had a bad week, so, you know, mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't really know what to, what to go ahead and talk about, but, you know, just 
have fun to, to <laughs> take away on that. I mean, you know, Bridget, I could stick you on this one and just say, hey, you know, um, we know puberty is coming down in age year after year, a little bit at a time, but uh, 13 sounds a little, uh, little too much, doesn't it? Yeah. 15? 13, he said. Oh, 13? Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure that's about how old I was. It's, it's, we're seeing it now in kids who are about 10 or 11, which I think is way too young, but it's very common. Um, I don't know if it's hormones in milk or better nutrition or what, but that seems to be the case in the UK as well. And that's what disturbs me when the and and I I don't know that this is just an Islamic way of looking at it. It may be that way because um, I know there's parts of the Mishnah in Judaism that even says three three years old is okay, which is sickening. But I in in Islamic apologetics, what I get all the time. Well, such and such girl was hit puberty and Allah says that's okay. I'm like, I don't give a what about puberty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's still... I don't care because like like we said, that poor five year old, which I, I looked up she and she's Peruvian. Um it, it, that poor five year old obviously hit puberty at five. Who in the right no, mind not, not even not even five. It had to have been earlier. Yeah, four. And, and by the way, and, yeah. and and let's face it, for those people that are saying, you know, you, you hit puberty at whatever age, you know, that that's fine at that point. That's the old that's the old canard that I remember hearing back when I was in high school in the eighties, mm-hmm. which was if there's grass on the green, play ball. You know, it's bullshit. Oh, uh, like what my daughter at seven. Yeah. I mean, no. Yeah. Yeah. Who in their right mind thinks a five-year-old, a six-year-old, or a nine-year-old is old enough to be a wife and a freaking mother. Who in the hell in the right mind? Well, you know what? It, hold on, hold on a second. Not even, not even a wife, just a mother. Yeah. I mean, physically speaking, go. Okay. See here, here, here you go. Physically speaking, um, going through pregnancy. Never mind birth itself. That takes a huge toll on the body. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, okay, complications uh, um, amongst other things. There is uh, uh, gestational diabetes that can happen. Possible. Uh, that's that's one of them that I specifically remember. Uh, fortunately, Pre-e- we never had to deal with that. Preeclampsia is one I hear about a lot. <laughs> Trip and Fool says, what, their donkeys ran away? And... <laughs> And, uh, you know, problems with the head being too big for the pelvis. Too big, yeah. At that, at the younger the girl, the more that's going to be a problem. Yep. I mean, hell, at five-year-old, the baby's half the girl's size. Mm-hmm. At, well, at, wait a minute. Actually, yeah. Um, it doesn't really much matter how young or how old the mother is. The baby is still going to grow to be the same size. Same, yeah, oh my, I holy shit! I never even thought about that. Yeah, because oh that's God. something that's an issue that um, I've read about with with little people who want to have their own children, 
And that's a huge concern from them is that their bodies just are not big enough to carry a fetus. Even if they're fertile, that they it would be too dangerous for themselves to actually try and carry. Mm-hmm. I've Jesus. seen that. That's something. Uh, Flutters, no worries. Have a good night. Thank you very much for hanging out with us for, for the time that you got. Uh, and Stephanie has a good point, too. She says that puberty actually takes about 10 years to complete. You're fully sexually matured around 25. Man, and I was draining off all that stuff so early. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this this idea that, oh, well, you, you're, you've had puberty. Oh, you're ready to have sex. Like, bleh. Can I can I can I blow an F word? Because I really <laughs> You know what? All things considered. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> I mean we're 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 talking about sex with kids, so I don't know how much more explicit you can get, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. I mean It's just like like whoever thinks that just like F you up your ass. Like yeah. You know, it's it's funny you saying that because you know Trippin had gone ahead and said the donkeys ran away. So I mean, I, I, I don't know, know if connected, <laughs> whatever. See now, see that that's oh, if we ever figured out that there was another species that was you know sentient and could consent, the idea that you could go ahead and have sex with a sentient consenting animal that you could never procreate with, oh man, that would be. Yeah, weird. Well, <laughs> though, let, let's face it: dolphins don't ask for consent. Uh, good point. Oh, I like yeah, Trippin says you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I know, I know, I know. What, what huh? Trippin says, uh, "Can we bring stoning the parents that let this bullshit happen and accept it?" <laughs> that opens up a big Pandora's box. Did they know? Well, if they're marrying somebody off to somebody, yeah, but uh, it's uh, god damn it. <laughs> so, uh, well, the way I look at it is, if you're gonna stone somebody for adultery, stoning someone for <laughs> advocating child sex, um, hmm. I don't actually advocate stoning anybody, but that's a good candidate if you're gonna have it. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty yeah, I'm 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 pretty high on that one too. And it's not necessarily because of the age exactly. It's partly to do with the innocence of the life that you're dealing with. Yeah. There are people who are far and away older who don't have the mental capacity to understand exactly and they, yes. they need the protection as much as the little ones you know and that that happens sadly quite a lot too where if they're in care facilities oftentimes they are victimized because they don't understand what's happening no and some some cretin who's like oh well it's a mature body it's all good you know like (laughs) yeah 
you know, for for yep. one of those nights where we really didn't have a topic, and I was hoping we'd just have a little bit of fun. Man, I'm a fucking downer tonight, aren't I? As two, as two tonight. That's all right. It's, it's one for me, one for you. That's 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 perfectly. <laughs> that I. Well, for those. Because because the other topic I had was the the whole pastor lock thing, and that's not exactly a bed of roses either. <laughs> oh, but it is so entertaining. Okay, so uh, I did finish off the uh, uh, the beer this time. Uh, you know what? It it it's not bad. Yeah. Well, it not nearly as bitter or as strong as the ones previously. Um, could I get away with drinking this in a in a social setting? Yeah. It, it's not nearly as strong, which I guess is probably a, a better thing for me. But um, I got through it. I got through it in, inside the first hour of the show. So that's that's not bad then. Okay. I, I guess in a couple of weeks we'll find out what else I try out with. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> so, sure. Yeah. Uh, Pastor, uh, uh, how did we get down this path? Uh, I was about to answer that. It was because um, we were talking about the PC, the former PC leader having been accused of sexual misconduct, and then on from and, there. Yeah, and then it was, and it was all downhill because of me. Hi. Yeah, it's all my uh, fault. Trippin says you should go to Ciders next. Yeah, uh, two weeks, two weeks, because you know we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I'll I'll, tr- I'll try some other stuff, and uh, I'll, I'll kind of put it out there and see on social media what uh, what folks have got to say. I got to find the web page so that folks can make suggestions, but uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see from there. So, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> so Pastor Greg, Greg, Pastor Locke. Gregory Locke, also yeah. known as the guy who stood up our good friends twice because he was a scaredy pants. Yep. Oh yes. So this guy, he's he's kind of a yeah Sorry. that too. He he's like an, an evangelical lay preacher. So he's and and he's a little cagey about how he's a preacher exactly. A little because just a little yes. But he likes to do YouTube videos lambasting atheists and and just anything that he didn't agree with and he's kind of a douchebag on those as well um and yeah he put out this challenge last year to you know if there's any like atheists that want to debate me you know you just contact my people blah 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 and bobby and ashley had him scheduled twice and he pulled out both times like within hours of the show yeah now now, if if memory serves uh, wasn't he suggested to go and talk with Bobby and Ashley because they would be somewhat gentle? Yes. Or am I thinking of the wrong guy? I think so. I think so. But, well, no, actually, I think Bobby went and, like, accepted his challenge because okay. he put out a video challenging any atheist to come forward and, and challenge him. So I think it went down like that, but I'm not sure. Um, But long story short, he stood them up twice and gave them stupid ass 
reasons why. One of them was like he scheduled it for like a Wednesday, which wasn't when they normally had their show anyway. They were going to record it and, and upload it later. And then, oh, well, uh, uh, I have church on Wednesday. I can't do that. It's like you don't know when your own damn church services are, buddy, because your people set this up. Like, it's not like they demanded a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, know? and then and then it was blamed on the secretary who yeah. screwed up the scheduling because whatever. Yeah, I don't know. So it was almost as it was almost as big a screw up as uh, Kent Hovind standing up Iron Raw last week. <laughs> Oh, oh, that was we, oh, that we can was, talk about that later too. Yeah, so, because that was that was delicious to read up on. Anyway, it was. So anyway, we haven't really been hearing much about good old Pastor Locke lately, and Kim come to find, can, well, we can now because um, apparently he's recently become divorced, and which you know, divorces happen even to evangelical Christians, you know, whatever. Sometimes more so. Sometimes more so, yes, indeed. But what, and I didn't even know about this, but today I happened to come across a video by Godless Engineer, whom I watch on occasion if he's got something out I'm interested in. And he, he the, the gist of his video was explained because he's had Pastor Locke on his channel before and actually managed to have a debate with him, I guess, before he became a giant chicken. I, I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe that's why he became a giant chicken. Could be. Because um, Godless Engineer is pretty good at what he does. So he, he was doing a video basically explaining why Pastor Locke was an utter asshole douchebag and would never be on his channel again and i'm like oh what the hell so the the gist of his video was that a christian publication that is called pulpit and pen and it's it's a website as well so folks can look that up published an article detailing how Pastor Locke had been mentally, verbally, and physically abusive to his wife. And apparently they had been given some screenshots of actual text conversations between him and his wife where he's fat shaming her and calling her, like saying she her hairdo stupid and she looks too much like her mother and it was pissing him off and he didn't want anything to do with her. What and, a fucking charmer. Oh yeah. Lovely, lovely Christian guy. Yeah. And detail talking about interviews with his wife where um, she, she was interviewed along with a, uh, an advocate for battered women and eventually she admitted that he had hit her twice although she said it well he only hit me twice only 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 yeah so the 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 guy is just a giant douche canoe and i mean are we surprised no but it's i mean i feel terrible for his poor wife but I'm glad that his own people are shaming him all over the internet because he deserves it. 
sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, I believe the expression is, he's a bit of work. Like, here, here's one of the, the, uh, one of the things he said that told her, oh, well, you're going to be sleeping with a pile of strangers soon anyway, aren't you? Right. And, and the thing is, apparently, he initiated the divorce. She didn't want the divorce. Um, sleeping with a wow. bunch of strangers. Uh, okay. The Italian in me is thinking something very different than the perv in me. Because the perv in me is saying, okay, orgy time. The Italian in me is saying, uh, that's a direct threat. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. I mean, I am. Uh, I think I think he was just trying family. to call her a whore without actually calling her a whore. Okay, so the pervy side, except uh, he's being a dick about it. Oh yeah, totally. Nice. And he's also um, trying to gaslight her in a lot of these text messages. And the other thing is, is he had apparently an assistant. Um, who's an attractive lady and there is insinuation that perhaps there is more going on there that meets the eye, which would, it, we don't know that, but it could explain a lot of things. So, because realistically a high profile pastor does not normally want to get embroiled in a divorce. But if he's got somebody waiting in the wings and, and oh, and the other thing that it is being read between the lines or is been discussed in other things that we don't have screenshots of, but the article talks about, he also seems to be trying to encourage her to commit suicide so that he doesn't have to worry about custody. <laughs> yeah. Really nice. um, yeah, that's uh, mm-hmm. that's a level of douchebaggery I don't think I've ever heard before. That's, yeah. that's a new one. So, like, here's here's um, a series of texts. It said they're talking about arranging to get together to sign divorce papers and. He's saying, you know, I wanted to get back here by noon, but I don't even care at this point. And she says, thank you for working with me. And he says, don't get used to it. You'll be sleeping with strangers in a month. Buck Wild is in your future and you're the only one that can't see it. No response? Well, fuck you, Melissa. I got a tattoo in my arm. Enjoy your new haircut. You probably already done it. And send that one to Mr. Fast, you deceitful bitch. And he says, she says, I've not sent this text to anybody. He was giving her grief because a male friend had picked her up from somewhere. So, yeah. that That's just one. <laughs> God damn it. You know. Uh, oh, yeah. Was there really something strange with the way that my relationship with my wife was where if she needed a ride somewhere and a male colleague sent her, you took her somewhere because she needed to get somewhere. I wouldn't have a problem with this. 
oh, wait, right. We were actually in love with each other. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, there's all that going on. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Oh. Kind of in the same vein, sort of. Um, I don't know how much truth there is, but there's a meme that's going around right now about the percent of evangelical Christians who said that they would not accept um, immorality from a U.S. president when it was Barack Obama. Obama coming in. And then it's a complete 180 in percentages or more now that it's President 45 yeah. in place. Yes. I find that Absolutely hysterical. Uh, unfortunately, there's no citation to kind yeah. of go with these numbers. However, well, but, I would but look love... at it. Look at it this way, okay? Clinton and, and I actually I saw this meme made me laugh too. But Clinton got a blue job, right? Yeah. And they tried to impeach him. Well, they did sort of. They did. They did impeach him. He survived yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the meme that I saw said Clinton got a free blowjob, Trump paid $130,000. Who's the real businessman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, but, wait, but, from a Jewish girl, yeah, yeah, yep. And uh, and let's be fair about this. Oh, do we have this, to? Well, well, yeah, we do. Remember, as much as we don't want to, we have to be, because that's, we have integrity. Okay. Look it up. Integrity. I and <laughs> do the right thing. Whatever. It was before he was in elected office. Right. But. Now that makes all the difference in the world, except, yeah, go ahead. Well. Put it this way, though, if somebody found out that any other previous president had had an affair that even if it was beforehand and even if his wife had forgiven him or whatever, they would have lost their shit. Well, who was it? Um, oh, Gary, what's his name that had to drop out of the presidential race because they found out he had an affair? Uh, Very hard. Gary, Gary Hart. Hart. Yeah, that's, yes. Yeah. No, Gary Busey's no, just no, crazy. Michael, yeah. There's no <laughs> secrets. Yeah. There are no Not secrets anymore. about it. I was about Not to say, anymore. there are no secret affairs for uh, Gary Busey. Gary Busey wears yeah. that shit on his sleeve. Yes. Yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, who, who the hell? No, Michael Dukakis. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, that, was, that was another one. Oh, God. Yeah. For those of you that... Yeah, for those of you that don't remember uh, Michael Dukakis because you're too young, first off, you're so lucky you never saw the monobrow. Uh, <laughs> Michael Dukakis, oh my God, Michael Dukakis, the 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 boat that he had his affair on, no lie, I swear to you, this is the uh, the 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 spaghetti monster's honest truth. The name of the boat was Monkey Business. Yeah, I, I remember this that. clear as fucking day. Yep. That's three. That's three for the yep. night. And uh, yep. yeah, uh, he, bad things happen, man. Bad things. Mm. So those people were forced to abandon even running for president. Yep. 
because it was found out that they had an affair. This asshole, he's, you know, people are talking about it everywhere. He's got his lawyer paying the woman off and all of this. And people are like, oh, he's awesome. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with this picture? Yeah. Our, our friends over there at uh, Opening Arguments. Now, I, I will admit, I do not listen to a lot of podcasts anymore. Not like I used to because reasons, but I did get to listen to part of uh, the roughly the first third to half of opening arguments because they did a big thing on this because uh, Sarah Sanders, Sarah, you know, what? Uh, she's stepping she, <laughs> Oh yeah. He oh, tracked wow. it. He tracked that shit up and down the stairs. Okay. So they asked, you know what? Go ahead, Bridget. You you I have yourself a great time with this because man. Yeah, she's in the doghouse now because she stepped in it. Um <laughs> it's too funny. Uh supposedly this non-disclosure agreement, or as Trump's lawyers called it a non-disparagement agreement. It's whatever. Yes, no um, no such thing. But anyway, supposedly this whole dispute had been settled via arbitration. And the thing about it is, why would you need arbitration if this document never existed in the first place? Yep. So now, now 45 is all pissed off at her because she more or less admitted, yeah, this really was a thing because it went to arbitration. Which yeah. it didn't, but still. Which, on top of it all, uh, this double secret probation thing that they're talking about, it it was a surprise to Ms. Daniels because um, she didn't hear anything about it. So it's like, hmm, hey, Mr. Arbitrator, sir, we'd like you to go ahead and uh, tell uh, put a put a gag order on this. Oh, uh, the other party, uh, they couldn't be here, right? What do you, what do you, what do you mean they have to be here? <laughs> So, um, yeah. So, uh, the, the long and short of it was, uh, the press corps did exactly what they were supposed to do. They asked and she basically was put into the position of, um, having to answer and didn't have the luxury of saying, um, I plead the fifth. Cause that would have been really nice. Although it, it wouldn't have gone over really well. So here's here's where it li- I, I don't know if you heard about this one, Bridget, but here, here's where it lies, as I've understood it. Either A, this document, this non-disclosure about keeping this person quiet is supposed to have been signed by the president, who didn't, because it's true, or B doesn't involve 45 and she can say whatever the hell she wants because it doesn't have anything to do with the president. Now here's the problem. <laughs> the, the, the problem that I love about this. Um, I believe the expression is you damned. If you do, you damned. If you don't, well, it's he's damned. If she does, and he's damned if she don't, mm-hmm. because he's sc- 
screwed. He well, screwed so bad. Like his attorney <laughs> is the one who said that he paid her off. Paid her yep. off, and then he's bitching that he's not getting paid back. <laughs> yep. Now here's here's the best so part of it. Paid her off for what? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. here, here's the thing. A little piece that I learned from the guys over there at Opening Args. It was paid through an LLC through I forget what uh, I forget what state it was through, but the. Uh, the regs for setting up an LLC in that uh, in that state basically say you can set up an LLC for any legitimate purpose. Paying off somebody as a money laundering type thing to keep them hush hush at the beginning of the presidential elections does not exactly qualify as a legitimate purpose. Which means in state court, they will go into state court. They will go because they'll have to um, probably be brought up on charges of um, fraud of some kind, I'm sure. So that's going to be fun. And uh, remember, state court, you can't be pardoning anybody for stuff that was done in state court. You can only handle the federal stuff. It ain't federal stuff. You're screwed. You are so far screwed. Oh, and Trippin said, plus David Dennison never signed it. Yep. And that's what brought it all up. And that's what brought it all up. I like that David Dennison. Yep. (laughs) Go ahead, Joe. I know you got something that's just waiting to just slide out of you. No, no, no. Um, Just remembering something that uh, Stephen Colbert had mentioned, you know, their their, their uh, pseudonyms for his two favorite things, Double D's and DP. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I really thought about that. I love, I love Colbert. Colbert. La, la, la. <laughs> yeah. He's in PP. So I would have uh, voted for him. Yeah. Voted. Wait, voted for who? Colbert. <laughs> okay. Oh hell yeah! Okay. He ran. He ran briefly. <laughs> well, he stopped because his home state wouldn't put him on the ballot. I know, bastards. Well, yeah, you know, it's 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 the regs. What can you do? We've still got a we've still got a couple more years to go yet. Yeah. Uh, one more term. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta wait. I mean, we, we gotta wait for. Yeah. We. We do kind of have to wait just a little. It gives me time enough to slim down enough to buy a new suit. <laughs> well, I really should. I if if elected, I will never wear a tie. Uh, seriously, I will wear Mandarin collared shirts. I will not wear a tie. Not blame me. Yeah, because I'm 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 sick of that stuff. I I want something new. Not even no bow tie, no nothing. I just. Mandarin collar shirt. If you don't know what a Mandarin collar shirt looks like, oh, it is. Fujin bought me one a long time ago. My absolute favorite dress shirt. It's this royal purple, and uh, seriously, my my absolute favorite. Oh, I love Mandarin collar. It's it's very sexy. Yeah. In fact, I was trying to get my husband to buy one. Um, for formal wear because he's not a formal wear kind of guy, and that uh, that was before his mother stepped in with the the big suit that was the 
big fiasco. I, I told you about that, right? Yeah. It, probably, yeah. Yeah, the $1,000 suit. <laughs> yeah. For, for a guy who hates wearing a suit. <laughs> but it's $1,000. You should wear it more often because it costs much. You know what? No. Well, you know, <laughs> you know what he said? They're so <laughs> uncomfortable. He says, he says, well, I, I guess I'll have something to wear to your funeral. <gasps> well. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty much the only time he wears it is to a wedding or a funeral. That's, that's good. Yeah, uh, actually, wait a second. Uh, Joe, when... Because we we have we have plans on running for president and vice president. We're not we're not quite sure who wants which job in particular. I was supposed to be president. You were supposed to be vice president. Yeah. The idea being that nobody would ever assassinate me simply because I want you in office. Yeah, which is perfectly fine. Um, I was going to ask uh, since you were in the armed forces, is there anything wrong with you actually wearing? I don't know, uh, the the military, you know, good duds? Uh, well, if I fit them in a, fit in them anymore, but uh, for, for specific military functions, uh, nothing wrong with it. Okay. Okay, we'll keep, we'll keep that in mind. You could, uh, you could conceivably wear a, a holster on your hip all the time. It doesn't have to have anything in it, but you can I wear it. I think it's generally you, you ah. muted out again. I think that would be out of uh, regs. Yes, and I think they frown on that. Yeah, yeah, but if you're commander-in-chief, you can pretty well set whatever regs you want, right? Eh, not necessarily. No. <laughs> the hell is the point of having power if you can't abuse it? Sorry, wait, I really shouldn't say that on air. It's going to come back and bite somebody in the ass later. You, uh, eh, mm. All right, fine, whatever. Whatever. Anyway, we, uh, <laughs> I forgot where I was going to go at this point. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Not liking uh, him talking about becoming a lifetime POTUS. Oh, oh yeah. That's oh, yeah. freaking scary, man. Yeah. Um, I forgot which. Uh, I forgot which amendment to the Constitution it is, but uh, I've got a serious problem with that one. On a couple of different fronts, we we after FDR was three times elected. Joe, remind me, it, it was three, right? Uh, yes, I believe. So. Okay. No, four, four, four. Okay, um, Congress over here in the U.S. decided, yeah, we we can't let that stand anymore. So we're going to limit the president to two terms, consecutive. Wait, two terms elected. Yes, two two elected terms of office. Yes. Which However, mean, which means you can serve as the president. Okay, hold on. You you muted out again. You can serve yes. as the president. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. You can you can become vice president. President dies, you become president. You can then be elected for two more terms. So you can technically serve three terms as president still. Right. 
And to that angle, as somebody pointed out, Joe Biden could run for president with Obama as his vice president, because if for some reason something happens to Joe, ex-president Obama could assume presidency Mm -hmm. and not be elected, but he can't run for re-election. Well, that's the thing. I'm not sure because he has been president for two terms already. I'm not sure he could be legally put on a ballot. He, 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 if I remember correctly, he could. He couldn't run for president, but he wouldn't be elected to president. He'd be elected to vice president, and assume not, that's that's why I'm that's why I'm saying that though is I'm not sure he can be elected to vice president having been president twice so. already. Quick, quick question from somebody who doesn't know this stuff. If there's a a president who either passes away or steps down or whatever, and the vice president assumes the presidency, mm-hmm. does that vice president then sit for the rest of whatever that term would have been? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because if that happens here there is an election called as soon as possible. So the um, deputy prime minister would not sit the rest of the term. There would be an election. And I I, forgive, forgive me if I'm wrong here, but wouldn't the, I'm trying to remember who the hell becomes vice president at that point. The speaker of the house. Basically everybody gets a, a promotion. Up the up the chain. Uh, and Paul Ryan. Uh, so what happens if if the the vice president and the speaker are out? Then who gets it? Uh, then we get the uh, secretary of education, and we put Commander Adama in command of everything. <laughs> okay. okay. Some some people get that joke, and, and uh, I didn't watch the show. I couldn't get past the premise. I'm sorry. It's, there's a joke and all that. Uh. Mm, yeah, so the whole uh, talking about becoming lifetime POTUS. Yeah, the the thing that I've got about the whole president in the U.S. can only serve two terms. Sorry, can only be elected for two terms. Uh, yeah, but then there's nothing that says that anybody in the lower, sorry, not in the lower branch, but in the in the other branches in Congress and Senate, there are no term limits. There should be. Oh, yeah. There should be. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we've yeah. got people who are in for, you know, 20, 30, 40 years. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Now, you know what's interesting? Our Senate are not elected. They are appointed by the prime minister. Um, they don't really do a whole lot, though. Um, in fact, there's a famous case a few years ago of a sitting senator who had basically moved to Mexico and had only showed up for like a handful of sittings throughout the year. And he was getting like hundreds of thousands of dollars in, in salary every year and basically had left the country. Um, he actually got removed. They did actually fire his ass. And rightly <laughs> because, so, I'd say. Because that was that was just beyond the pale. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's been a movement to either abolish our Senate 
or reform it so that they are elected and not appointed and, and that sort of thing. I, I'm not even 100% sure what they actually do because laws are passed in the House of Commons. Um, they sort of rubber stamp stuff, but I don't think they can prevent anything from being passed. I'd have to double check that. But for all intents and purposes, they don't really do a whole heck of a lot, which is why there's been a, a movement to have the whole Senate abolished completely. But, but um you know, members of parliament certainly have term limits, but our prime minister does not have a term limit. Yeah, well, so, your 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 quote unquote term limit for prime minister is, uh, yeah, let's let's have an election. Yeah, it's, like like theoretically, we have one roughly every four years, but there's no like you guys. It's a very specific date. Yes, and for us, it's like meh. Yeah, like when Harper called the election two years ago, he actually called it um, earlier than what was expected because he well, for two reasons, he thought that by calling it earlier when the polls look more favorable to him, that he would have a better chance. And number two, the um, conserve the conservative government had more money in their campaign fund than all of the other parties. So they thought that by having an extra long campaign time frame, they would have more money to spend than the other parties. And that would give them a leg up, which didn't help one iota. Jeez. So jeez, imagine that. And and good. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know like i can see where term limits are a good thing and then i can see why we maybe wouldn't want them but i'm i'm kind of comfortable with the fact that if um that elections don't have to be at a specific time and a lot of prime ministers have gambled and said oh right now you know i got good pulls let's have it now and then it's blown up in their faces other times they've done that and it's worked to their advantage. And there is something that can happen called a non-confidence vote, although that's more effective if it's a minority government, but still it, it can certainly happen. And so to me, I'm, I'm relatively comfortable with that. Um, I don't foresee like some sort of emperor type thing happening <laughs> anytime soon. Yeah. You know, that's, that's something I want to. That's that's something worth kind of talking about. The idea of a non-confidence vote. Yeah. It it's something that we don't have over here at any level, to the best of my knowledge. But no, it seems so. it seems like something that would make sense to to be able to do, especially yeah. in a situation like this. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, Trump would have been he would have been out on his ass months ago. It possibly so. And, you know, like with any possible regulation, any regulation can be twisted and abused, of course. But um, uh, effectively, what, you know, f- like you said, where, you know, you don't know necessarily about our stuff. This is something I, I don't I don't know the workings on something like this. I mean, it, it sounds like it should be completely obvious, but effectively, what is a non-confidence vote? 
So it's when uh, members of parliament um, decide that they, for whatever reason, have lost confidence in the either the prime minister or the ruling party, the government, um, and they vote basically to fire him. And now, as I say, when the government has a majority of seats in the parliament, it's kind of hard for that to happen because people tend to vote along party lines. So it would have to be something pretty egregious where members of the PM's own party would vote against or would vote to fire him, basically. But it theoretically can happen. And so... If, if a non-confidence vote goes through, the governor general, who is the queen's authority, will go ahead and call an election. And the prime minister has to prove to the people that he deserves to be there and get reelected. And that can happen at any time during the leadership. So it doesn't matter if he was just elected two weeks ago, if he does something ridiculous and they call a non-confidence vote, he could be out on his ass two weeks after that. <laughs> like you were saying, you know, there's, there's plenty of possibilities at this point for something like that. If, if we had it, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the idea that 45 is specifically banking with his title as president right now, using the seal of the office of the president of the United States of America to sell tchotchkes of the seal of the president of the United States of America. That in and of itself, uh, Joe, I I hear that big sigh. I'm kind of wondering, does that disgust you as it does me? Yeah, I think so. Actually, I think it disgusts me on an entirely different level. To be perfectly honest, because you've right. never had you've never had to directly work for a president. True. And I will note, I didn't vote for Obama, but does that make him a bad guy? No, he did his fucking job. I can respect that. It's four. Oh. That's okay. That's okay. I'm just keeping track. Yeah, this this guy is not doing his job and he's profiting off of the presidency and that really pisses me off. Yeah, me too. If memory serves, I believe it's uh I believe it's pronounced emoluments clause. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying it properly, but I'm pretty sure and he knows exactly what I'm talking about. Violated it time and time again, and that in itself is impeachable. But nothing's going to happen to him, I don't think. Because the GOP doesn't have enough guts to stand up and impeach him. You know, um, Joe, we were we we've we've talked off and on about the uh, uh, the the uses of the people being armed. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? You think this might be one of those times where maybe just arming with a whole bunch of uh, Hollywood level torches might be good to kind of walk up to the uh, walk up to the Capitol and just stand out there 
pitchforks and ready. Well, there's no laws against pitchforks or torches, from what I understand. Though I think that uh, that the city of Washington D.C. might have a clause about open flames. Hmm. Make me wonder now if we should instead just trot out the corpse of Liberace. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Some people get that joke, and 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 I'm sorry. It's a joke. It's a joke. I was going to say Elton John, but I'm sorry. It's a joke. Sir, 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 Elton sir John. Sir Elton John. Sir Elton John. I'm sorry. <laughs> sir Elton John. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I can't do a good Liberace voice. Um <laughs> What's better than two? Uh, what's better than roses on your piano? Tulips on your organ. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I, I got I got to see him in New York City at Radio City when I was a kid. <laughs> the best part, the best, absolute best part. I was I was actually sitting relatively close to the stage, and he comes out there, and he's got this big flowing thing on him, and he he's got all these rings on his fingers, and he, he wiggles his hands out there where everybody can see him, and they're flashing all over the place. It's like, ladies, do you like these? Good, you paid for them. And he walks around and flourish with the thing going swooping behind him, and he goes to sit down at his piano, and I'm just like, damn. Even as a kid, I was just like. That was I didn't know the term sassy at that point, but damn man. He yeah. Yeah, a lot of sass on that man. Yeah, yeah, there was Wow. <laughs> Lee yeah. Great, great, great performer. Technique was a little offy, but oh what a great performer he was. But that that's just me from you know watching what he anyway um so open flame would probably be a bad idea uh pitchforks yeah good point um how about swords seriously mm-hmm. seriously uh you know medieval recreation swords i believe they also have rules against blades of a certain length um I, I'm, I'm just speaking from you know general law enforcement standards you know it's like then again, I'm still wondering why the TSA confiscated my nail clippers on the way back from a war zone. <laughs> it's not just that. They also confiscated my toothpaste. What? Okay, yeah. great. Uh, probably they thought that it could have been explosive pooty. <laughs> okay. All they have to do is make, like stick some in your mouth. You're like, okay, you want your toothpaste? Eat some. <laughs> like, well, that, 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 could, that could work. Yeah. That could work. Uh, okay, so um, torches probably out. Although, the opportunity to seeing like Hollywood-style torches in real life, oh, that would be so great. Because uh, that, that never that never works the way this, uh, that you just, just to do. Just not tiki torches. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no that's that's no. no. Yeah, that was that was that was the fact that the company actually had to come out and say, yeah, uh, we don't approve. We don't approve of this. Yeah, yes. that that stop using right our there. tiki torches to be assholes. <laughs> Man, you know the idea that Home Depot's actually got to limit people to two at a time or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. 
Um, okay. So, oh, yes, Stephanie. I've heard of a quarter staff for sure. Oh. I used to be in medieval recreation, so I knew. No, it, it, it did. It did. It did. Stuff. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just reading it over. I'm I'm thinking to myself that, uh, yeah, I could just hear it now. Quarter staffs is so 14th century. Me, I've got a bucket of quarter staff. It's the best. It's the biggest one. I can't even get my fingers around it. It's huge. <laughs> there's a there's a Daffy Duck joke in there somewhere for somebody that's actually paying attention. It's a bucket of quarter staff. Ho oh, ha ha! Guard turn parry oh, ah, thrust. Sorry. Ding. What? Yeah, despicable. Yeah. Uh, Oh, right. We're actually still on the air. All right. It hurt. Oh, yeah. Um, we got uh, we got a, we got a couple minutes just before we get out of here. Um, okay. But. Well, you oh. know, in about two minutes, it's going to be we have an hour to go. <laughs> <laughs> don't wait. What? Me. Wait. Shut wait. up. No, 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 don't What's going me. on? What's going on? Uh, there's there's a there's a uh, there's a meteor. Oh, back. It, 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 there's a there's a meteor. It's going to come between the Earth and and the the Moon, and all of the uh, all of the diesel engine automobiles are going to come to life. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, yep. that's that's what it is. You do realize what I drive, right? Right now. Yeah, that's maximum overdrive. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm quoting from. There you go. Though I'm still confused about the military like supply cart with the 50 cal. How does the 50 cal work? Uh, very carefully. Uh, I'm gonna go with just very, very oh, no, carefully. It wasn't, it wasn't a 50 cal. It, was it, does, it doesn't matter. It was it was a gun. It, it doesn't it matter. matters to me. Well, the, <laughs> fuck off. <I> don't <laughs> it, it's five. It's five now. Sorry. Uh, I know someone who dealt with four knights with one. Uh, I'm guessing a quarter staff. I'm I'm gonna go with that. And a friend of mine knocked over a whole shield wall. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's that's all well and good. Okay, so are we talking about like a a, a, a Middle Ages shield wall? Was, because w- was this in the SCA by any chance? <laughs> because yeah, because that that's impressive and all. Uh, you really want to impress me? You knock down a Wakandan wall. I will be impressed. I'll be seriously <laughs> impressed if you if you have not yet seen uh, that movie. Yeah, you really should. You really should, because uh, good good times right there. Uh, okay, so so uh, so big sticks maybe that would be that would be uh, uh, available. Uh, long knives, no. Okay, um, what else could be used? Pitchforks, uh, pitchforks are so Frankenstein era, though. Sides. Um, wait, what? Sides. Oh, oh, Grim Reaper type stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. that's how Arno mows the front lawn. Literally. Okay, that's actually pretty badass. I I keep telling him I'm going to uh, get him a cape to wear while he does it. <laughs> and 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 okay, this is funny. The the street beside us, the next side street over, they um, apparently are very fertile people that live on that street because there's they put up signs 
that says there's X number of children on this street slow down and several of the houses put them up and every year it was like it started at 30 and I think it's up to like 37 now and they keep changing the little putting a sticker on so I said we or he said actually he wants to go out someday and take like a dry erase marker dressed up as the Grim Reaper with the scythe and start like scratching <laughs> it <laughs> so wrong <laughs> so wrong and so right at the same time I know, but yeah, he does. There, we only have about a two-foot strip of grass at the front of the house, and that's what he does to mow it. He goes out with, with granddaddy's scythe and chops it down. Well, it's either that or get a goat. <laughs> I'd be okay yeah. with the goat. But I, I, you can I hire them out in Washington State. <laughs> yeah, the, they cool. yeah they did uh when the hell was that World War Two I think it was they they had uh, goats or sheep or something on the uh, uh over at the White House for a while oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I'd yeah. be okay with a goat I think goats are adorable but I don't think the cat the cats would appreciate it very much well, the, the cats but wouldn't can, have any yeah but you can rent them for a couple of weeks out in Washington sure and get right. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what the the city bylaws are on on goat storage, but <laughs> uh, well, look look at it this way: uh, the cats can try and dive bomb them from up top, and they'll yeah. be stuck there yeah. or whatever. I mean, uh, the, the the next door neighbor ties a basset hound out front every day, so <laughs> yeah, bassets usually don't eat grass, and usually when they do, no. it, it's not pretty. Not not good. No, no. <laughs> and, He's uh, a cute cute doggy though. Yeah, and look at the bright side. If if you get uh, if you get more than one uh, goat, if they're not cutting the grass the way that you like it, you can make an example out of one of them, and you got dinner for a couple of weeks at least, and <laughs> the rest of you learn how to you know how you want it done. See, I'd be more. I'd I'd rather have uh, uh, one that was milkable and make like goat cheese. You can any goat can be. No. No, not unless your name is Pastor Manning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. I, I do no. not. You do not. Oh, you sir? do not. You do not mute yourself. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's going to be so frustrating. There you go. Speak again. Mm. You do not. What? You do not I what? Said, I do not want that. <sighs> you do not want. You're there. You're there. Can I get a word? Can I get a word in H wise? Huh? No. We're we're trying. <laughs> I do not want that to go to milk. Why? Never mind. The joke has clearly gone oh. so far over your head. Yes, yes, what, it has. That it has now reached orbital velocity. <laughs> what, well, what, considering how short I am, that's not very far. <laughs> one would almost say that that joke spoiled. Yeah. It, 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 it went sour. You, you, you go to hell. You go to hell and you die. <laughs> 
I will be more than happy to go ahead and do that because if there's one thing I've learned from Brian Dalton, Brian, Brian Keith Dalton, Lucy's a nice guy. Yes, yes, she is. That. It's been popping up on my YouTube feed all. You know what? Oh, you know what? How about this? We've uh, we've still got a couple more. Uh, we've still got a couple more shows before the actual. You know, big one. How about mm-hmm. I see if I can get in touch with? How about I see if I can get in touch with, um, Mr. Deity, Brian. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she would do it, but what do you think about the idea of asking, um, Bionic Dance to pop in? Oh, that'd be cool. I I watch her stuff. Yeah. most of the time. Yeah, we can we can see about that. And um, maybe I'll see if I can get George. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since last I spoke with him. Maybe. Of course, I mean, <laughs> we we still have to see about getting, you know, we got to see about getting the band back together again, you know, because, you know, Bobby decided he was just going to pussy out. So, you know what? Nice, nice job there. Right? But no, he's, he's still doing I, After Faith. I don't. I, I, I just have fun at his expense. It's all because I can. I can get away with that. Uh-huh. But uh, in any case, um, we we've swung through a whole bunch of different things. Uh, I got I got nothing to close with. I don't know if anybody wants uh, to. Yeah. It, damn! It it's suddenly three a.m. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> that's uh, part of the reason why I'm looking at stuff and going, "Damn, this beer really did a yeah beer really <laughs> yeah. did a this one." <laughs> And and my husband hasn't come up to go to sleep yet, which means that he's sawing logs on the couch right now. Okay, then. So, um, Joe, Bridget, you guys have not had nearly as much airtime uh, as, as Heretic Woman and I this week. Was there anything that you guys wanted to finish with as, as we go ahead and close up shop? Nope. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Fuck y'all. <laughs> six at this point welcome (laughs) so everybody thank you very much for being with us tonight hope that you guys have uh, had yourself a good time uh had a couple good laughs and found something worthwhile in our perspectives on stuff whatever they might have been tonight because i'm a little i'm a little lost as to everything that we talked about because we we just went all over the place and a whole bunch of different things and you know what i have no problem with that one tonight no problem at all. That I it. Yep. So, Bridget, last one in, first one out. Thank you for showing up, because otherwise this would have been real, real uncomfortable tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. In all seriousness, good to have you. Oh, thanks for having me. And that's all she says. And I'm going <laughs> to hang you out to dry until you do. People are watching me on video right now. They're just watching. Oh, what is he doing? I'm doing this. I'm doing this. If you're not watching on video, you're missing out on some really class A material right now. Uh, well, you can find me on Facebook under Bridget Bitch or at the Holy Crap website or at my blog, BridgetBitch2112.wordpress.com. Yay! Yay! Congratulations, you did it. It's about God, God, woman. 
Not you, woman. The other. Whatever. I have to be difficult. <laughs> See, you you were the kid when, growing up when you were watching cartoons. You were the one who didn't laugh when they were doing plasma, plasma, dog plasma, dog plasma. You were just no, looking at I it going. Yeah. yeah, I just. <laughs> okay, that was six and a half. That was six and a half. I only got halfway through that one. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Joe, even with all the techie stuff, thank you very much. You have yourself a, well, try to stay warm tonight. I make no promises. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. But it's in serious. Thank you, Marin. You take care of yourself, eh? I'll take that close enough. Yeah, he got yeah. There he is. And heretic woman, hmm, you've yeah. uh, you've got uh, you've got stuff going on this week, and then yes. not. Well, yes. Yeah. So um, I will, of course, be in Nashville next weekend at the NanoCon, which is going to be awesome. So anybody heading to Nashville, uh, I'll i be there. Come say hello. And uh, of course, we are having a show today. I guess now it's Sunday, so or not today, tomorrow. But whatever. On Monday, seven thirty PM Eastern. I hate time zones and I know daylight savings times and all that shit. Um yeah, so seven thirty PM Eastern on Beyond the Trailer Park. And we are talking to Chris Rada, who is the author of Liars for Jesus and Liars for Jesus Two. And we are going to, and this is gonna be uh, Quite the thing. We're going to talk about David Barton's twisting of the Second Amendment. Because, oh. yeah, he twists everything, that guy. Yes, he does. Yes. And so uh, Chris has written a good piece on how he's twisted it to mean things that it doesn't actually mean. And we're going to discuss that. So gals and guns <laughs> tomorrow on Beyond the Trailer Park. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Um, uh, I haven't put out a full chronic episode yet. I've been kind of under the weather a bit this week with some muscle pain issues. It's probably the weather, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna try and see if I can put one out tomorrow. So uh we'll 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 get there. Don't you worry. But there, there's always lots of cron to go around so don't worry but you can you can see the first or hear the first 12 episodes at uh, fullchronic.com and uh, lots and lots of ala adventures there let me tell you so <laughs> but um yeah and uh i'll be seeing lots of uh cool peoples like uh callie and celeste next weekend and and Marissa, and of course Bobby and Ashley, and Billy and Bill and Susie, and yeah, Morgan. We, we, and yeah, we we talked we talked about that the, before the show went on. I mean, you, I know. You're, yeah, you know what? Fine, you know what? You drop names. That's fine. Doctor Daryl Ray and Anthony Magnavosco, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice face. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to learning about street epistemology. Because I, I know what it is and kind of how it works, but I, I've never learned the details. So I, I think I might be able to be pretty decent at it. So we cool. shall see. Yeah. 
Well, you have yourself a great time at safe travels. I shall. And we're going to pick up Beth and uh, take her with us. And it's a road trip in, in my car with atheist stickers all over the back. So that should be fun. <laughs> yeah. You have a we'll great see. time with we'll that. Oh, well, I was going to say, oh, my, my microphone just flopped over. Sorry. What? No, nothing, nothing. I'm just, I'm just better your microphone than your water bottle. It's, it's all I'm thinking right now. Uh, those, those live up. No, 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 not, not, not this episode. Not this episode. Soon, <laughs> but not now. We just had a power of 10. And, as, and whose fault is it that you didn't show up with that? I was whose there. Fault? Who who didn't show their water bottle? It didn't come up. <laughs> but it could have. It could it have. have. It, it could have. have. And it didn't. I know. I could know. Have. Wasted your opportunity. Well, well, okay. That's not the kind of thing you bring out for show and tell when your guest is a psychiatrist. <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't know, Bridget. Uh, you're a, you know something. Well, what do you think a psychologist would do right about that? <laughs> he 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 would he would question her sanity. Probably. Oh, you know, it's kind of interesting though. I found out later that I was already Facebook friends with Richard. <laughs> I went to look yeah. it up. I'm like, oh, we're already oh, friends. Yeah. What do you know? yeah. <laughs> well, I can just see how that went. Now you send off a message. So. I didn't realize that I was friends with you, Dick. That would go over just so well. <laughs> well, he's yeah. also president of the Long Island Atheists. Yes. Yeah. So. Exactly. Really? Yeah. He really? Is. You're gonna you gonna you gonna do this to me again? Really? Do what? What? <laughs> you don't live in Long Island anymore, dude. What did I do? <laughs> oh, I don't I'm just saying know. That's probably how that's probably how a heretic woman I don't know. Him. I I I don't know. We play in I, the same circles. Yeah. It's probably suggested at some point or other. Because Facebook does that. No, it's got everything to do with your allocution. <laughs> For those of you that don't know what allocution is, look it up. I'm not going to spell it for you because I can't. Thank you very much for being with us. All of you guys that made it to the end of the show, of course, over there in the live chat. Thank you. Stephanie, Trippin, Stephanie, Trippin, Trippin, Stephanie, Devin, hi. And no, that's about that's about all I got uh, for, for the folks that have been keeping up to up to snuff on all this stuff so thank you very much if you'd like to check us out over on the web of course as was mentioned holy crap the vlogcast.com if you'd like to subscribe to the audio only podcast dallin is the one who takes care of that uh, when he's around and available to do it it's on a volunteer basis so you know you get it when you get it every once in a while you'll get a whole bunch of them and eventually it kind of drips and drabs until there's nothing there and you kind of think that we haven't been doing anything and all of a sudden he finally just does it so thank you for doing that. You can hit the subscription link right from over there on the website. If you'd like to send off a voicemail message, you can do that over at 859-HCTV-554. 
859-428-8554. And of course, if you'd like to subscribe to us, we don't put anything through on Patreon because I mean, why bother? But if you would like to contribute to the show, it's patreon.com slash HCTV and why they changed their logo. I have no idea. You guys are just dumb that way, whatever the hell. I will be looking forward to coming back for you guys again in two weeks. However, we should have a show again next week. Dallin will be running it. If he's able to please keep track of the stuff over there on Facebook and such. So you'll find out if we will be here. Uh, please also remember that next week, because of the time change, you might need to do a little bit of number hunting because time zone change. Yeah. Sorry. I will make sure that uh, whatever the new time zone time should be. Just remember it is 12.05 a.m. Eastern U.S. time, Canada, North America time. So kind of gauge it from there. If I remember, it's going to be uh, GMT minus four. I think at this point, plus four, whatever the hell, I'll figure it out. But otherwise, have yourselves a good week. I will uh, catch up with you guys later. And in the meantime, as always, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. You guys have yourselves a safe couple of weeks. I'll come back and don't trash the place while I'm gone. <laughs> but as always, my lady, it's almost 13 years. I'm still in love. Matane Fuji. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. As always, till the next time we get together, everyone. Good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment on the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Google Plus pages. Theme music provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. On behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.